All right, so I'm going to record a little audio because this is an opportunity for me to kind of um, utilize the time I have between um, my day job. I have to drive a little bit currently, so I have the new blue raspberry mic which can kind of plug into my phone and we're going to see how well the like how good the audio quality is and if it's even worth doing so um first off i wanted to let you know we're this episode we're kind of just going to talk about the american open finals and the experience we had there um for my athletes Anjanette and marin as well as um how the event was ran itself and what what i thought about it so Um, The American Open Series, for those that don't know, is hosted by USAW, which is the United States of America Weightlifting Association. Um, It's kind of the representing body for sending athletes to the Olympics and uh, hosting these events and such. So, um, this year was in Milwaukee. So, the series is kind of a culmination of events. Um, They have the American Open Series throughout the year. And then it comes down to the finals at the end, which is a higher qualifying total. So there's a little less athletes. There's um, there's about 600 athletes, I believe. And at the last series event in Vegas, there was over 1,000. So that kind of gives you perspective into kind of what kind of show they're running here. So it's a pretty big event still. Um, there's three platforms in the uh, competition venue and a, a big training hall slash warm-up area behind the platforms so um, first and foremost they always do a great job on the venue um, we were right downtown in milwaukee uh, kind of in this hotel slash convention center combo um, the only problem or complaint i would have about this one was there was no uh, parking the hotel didn't have any parking um, the parking next to it was expensive so it almost costs what it, I mean the two two days of parking basically cost another night in a hotel equivalency. So it wasn't expensive. It was expensive to park your car um, if you rented one at the airport, which we did. Looking back, we probably should have just Ubered. But um, the event was very nice. the The location was nice in the in terms of there was a lot of food around us, bars. There's a lot of options when it came to entertainment outside of the actual weightlifting. Okay. Um, So we had the chance to kind of explore downtown Milwaukee a little bit. Um, The event itself was ran very well. And that's what I think is interesting is um, kind of with the transition CrossFit's made and people just realizing they do enjoy the sport and the exposure to the sport, there's more and, and more... Um, athletes really getting involved and really, uh, you know, entertaining the idea of competing in Olympic weightlifting. You, I mean, you even have a lot of these high-level CrossFit athletes that are now making the switch over because it's it's more um, what they're looking to compete in now. And USAW, even in the time that I've been in the sport, has grown significantly and is putting on mu- much more um, professional well-ran events so i really do applaud them on their on this last event it was ran very smoothly um no problems there they kept on time with the schedule and really just an overall great event um i had no complaints when it came to how the event was ran um so my first lifter uh, marin 
This was her first time qualifying for the series. So she's lifted, or sorry, the finals. She's lifted at the series before, which is a lower total. She's lifted at University Nationals, which is a lower total, and that's um, college age. And she's also lifted at the under 25. So anybody that's under 25 years old can lift at that um, national event. And that's typically combined with um, universities. So you lift in one meet, and it counts for both. So this was her first kind of uh, a bigger one. She was in the C session. And uh, 59C, I believe. And it kind of it was great. It was in turn it was kind of an eye-opening event for her. So she we opened her up higher than we normally would like in a local meet because you know it's it's a big time national meet. Um, she kind of wanted to play. She had some numbers in her head that she wanted to to uh, achieve and and possibly take shots at. So we opened her up a little higher. And uh, even just during the warm-ups, it was kind of apparent things were off. She was having a hard time lifting weights that typically were easy in the warm-up area. Um, luckily, she's the hell of a competitor, so she was able to bring it together and hit um, some of her attempts. So she did get a total, and it was really only a couple kilos under her best total ever. Um, but it kind of felt like a, a disappointment of a meet, and she felt you know, a little unsatisfied with her ability and and what and what she achieved at that meet Um, but it really was eye-opening for us and kind of opened some doors in the future for us because it led to a conversation after which the reason I'm bringing this up is I think it can really help a lot of you athletes out there um, in a couple of aspects so in the conversation we brought up it became very apparent that she was having a hard time managing stress especially when it came to game day stress so she had had minimal sleep the night before was up every you know hour or two um, nervous and worried about lifting the next day so um, we kind of went over some strategies on what to do and possibly um, I encourage her to find things that help her relax and uh, kind of routine she can get into because the, the older I get and the more and the, the longer I'm in the industry and the more um, kind of stuff I sift through and research I read it really all comes back no matter all these supplements everything you're kind of uh, thinking is going to be the quick fix sleep sleep is one of the number I mean it is the number one thing regarding uh, performance so if you are not sleeping so she she only slept a couple hours that night and actually, the previous two nights, I did some more digging, and she had not slept very well at all. So I think over the last three nights, she had slept 12 hours, which is a, a, a very horrible way to enter a uh, competition and be able to compete. So that was one point of interest was, and something you all out there listening can focus on, is you may think you're doing everything right, you're taking all these supplements training you might not be getting the results you want maybe look at what how much you're sleeping um that's going to be more important than the rest of the stuff you're doing so it's i mean it's almost equally as important as your training so make sure you're sleeping and you're getting the recovery you need um we also talked a little bit about nutrition she does well on a macro count but the quality of foods have kind of been on the back burner and she's been focused more on just hitting numbers which um that can start an argument with a lot of people but i personally would believe in eating more whole natural healthy foods Um, meat a lot of meat a lot of rice um, vegetables you know kind of getting that whole array of stuff not just 
hitting a number with a lot of processed food. So you're going to look at your sleep and you're going to look at your nutrition, which again, there's not, they're not secrets, you know, and there's not a secret when it comes to nutrition. Um, you kind of have to find what works for you. So we kind of nailed that down and figured out, Hey, I know you're disappointed with your performance, but here are some actionable things that you can do that will hopefully affect you all like as soon as your next meet. So as, as a coach, um, this is the first time that I really had had the wherewithal to kind of break it down after the performance, you know, and it took some maturing as me for as for me as a coach. But that was something I'd recommend for you up and coming coaches is instead of shying away from maybe a bad performance um, because you're afraid it might be your fault. Um, do some digging. And if it is, I mean, it always is always nice to get the athlete's opinion. Um, find some actionable things that you can you can give your athlete and say, hey, this is what happened. Um, it, it's happened and it's over. And what can we do to perform better? What can I do as a coach? What can you do better as an athlete? So there's a couple things we took from it. And um, I think it really not only helps strengthen our athlete-to-coach relationship, but it also put it in a very positive light where she knew there were some things she could fix immediately and um, hopefully perform better well not hopefully and I, I truly believe she will perform better so that was a um a growth moment for me as a coach um and then next up we had Anjanette, who quite truthfully has i mean in the last we came out really hot and did really 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 well and we've had about a six to eight month period of kind of a reset. So we, I, I finally realized, hey, we need to take some steps back, work on some stuff, um, and kind of get you to a position where you can take a big leap. Which, as you know, many athletes know that have been there, that having instant success and kind of uh, being v- very, very successful in the beginning, it kind of makes it hard to take that step back mentally. And, uh, you know, be okay with making changes that in the short term are going to negatively affect your overall performance. Uh, Maybe not negatively in the light of um, how you're doing it, but maybe the overall result, especially in weightlifting. So your your lower weights are you're working on, you know, lifting in a more effective manner that in the future will pay off but the numbers you're hitting might be a little bit lower for a period amount of time for a short period or a amount of time. Sorry, I said that wrong. Um, and that's kind of what we were going through. So she's just not had a really, really great breakthrough competition for a while. And back when we first got started two or three years ago, um, pretty much every meet she did was a breakthrough. Um, she's still winning every meet she does basically locally or regionally, but, um, we've got big goals. And like I said earlier, I mean, we've got goals of Olympic hopeful and international meets. So the sites are kind of set on a whole different scale now. Um, but for, for Anjanette, this was a huge meet because there was a total 188 that we needed to hit. And, uh, cause she had, uh, previously, applied for um being considered for an international position and that's that's a totally sent us for her body weight and what she needed to hit to qualify 
for uh, the, the upcoming competition in Las Vegas. So it's an international meet, but it is in um, the United States, which is, is a great stepping stone for her to attend that just because of cost and, uh, you know, travel expenses and such. So um, it was kind of a big goal we had to, to uh, qualify for this. Um, and we knew we had to get some decent numbers. Her best um, clean and jerk in competition is 105 kilos. Um, so, you know, that, that's a stretch. So we need to hit some big weights. So she comes out um, for snatch. Seems very confident in warm-ups, has great warm-ups. She hits 78 and 80 kilos for her first two attempts. And for those that aren't aware, you get three attempts in weightlifting in each lift. So she hit 80, super easy. And then we went to 82, and something, something just didn't click. And 82 well, it wasn't even really close. So we missed 82. So we're sitting at a, a 80 kilos, and that means we need a 108 kilo clean and jerk for those that you know struggle with the math. Um, so 108, 108 clean and jerk, which is, I mean, that's a goal we've had for a while. Actually, 107 has been the goal, but 108 is a goal and a couple of reasons behind that was first off it'd be a three kilogram kilogram uh pr franginet lifetime pr but also um the current state or the state record we've been chasing for a long time held by kaylin pepito for those that know she's a utah lifter and she uh lifted for juggernaut for a period of time i'm unsure if she's still with juggernaut so she's a bigger name athlete um she's held that uh record for a while so our goal is kind of to knock that out of the water. So the 108 would not only get a state record, it would qualify and be a lifetime PR, it would qualify her for an international meet. So that was a big deal. So we come out on clean and jerk. The nerves are high for sure. Um, we hit 100 really easy. And then we go to 104, and she actually misses. So she cleans it super easy, pop, pop, gets there, goes for the jerk kind of overshoots it and misses it behind so and uh i forgot to mention we're doing push jerks so this is new this is our first competition we're doing push jerks um we switched switched her over to, from split jerk um i kind of had made that decision and then uh, michael conroy also got to see her about a week after we made that decision and solidified the idea that she might or very well could be better at power jerks based on her anatomy and limb ratio so ended up the power jerk was the right call and uh so we've been working on the power jerks but again it's it's new it's very new so it's our first competition displaying the power jerk as our competition lift um so she misses 104 power jerk and now nerves are very high and we have quite a long wait because we got to wait till 108 um so, you know, we, we decide, I just decide, hey, we're going for 108 because I know she has these goals. Um, she also had expressed she wanted to hit a lot of numbers or hit a high, high amount of her lift. So she would really like to be consistent and go six for six, five for six. Um, and that 108 doesn't really align with that decision, but I just knew if we walked out of a competition of that scale and didn't really go for it, um, it could hold us back in, in what she wants to accomplish. So we, we load up the 108, and right before she goes out, I look at her and I say, this is literally the biggest lift of your life. And it is. So if she wants to achieve the things she wants to achieve, this is the first stepping stone to people kind of taking note of who she is, 
as well as um, giving her opportunities to compete on the international stage. So put 108 on, she goes out, um, gets a little wild on the clean, but you can tell she's committed. She gets the clean, stands up out of the hole. she got really strong legs, so it's not an issue. And then it's just all down the jerk. So we're all holding our breath. She dips and drives. It's a little out front, but she just nails, nails it. Nails the 108. We're, I mean, we're just in surprise. We're just, all of us are just like, holy shit. You know, she nailed that. So she nails the 108. We're super pumped. Um, not only have, do, have we beat a state record we've been shooting for, we got a, you know, a PR total. And, and boom, she is qualified for international competition. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that she gets to go. Um, but you know, this is prior, I have the knowledge now, but she, we get back to our respective States and, uh, we get, you know, she gets an email saying you've been invited. So, and Jeanette has been invited and has accepted her first international competition, which is huge for us. Um, huge for me as a coach, huge for her as a lifter. So, um, Anyway, it ended up a great experience. So the American Open was awesome. And uh, if there's anyone out there that's interested in learning about the sport or starting to compete, especially if you're around the Idaho, Utah area, reach out to me because either I can help you or I can link you up with someone in your area that can help you, um, especially if you're a CrossFit athlete, kind of getting burnt out on that or, you know, it's just not working out anymore with their new structure and format. But there's a lot of opportunity in the sport and it's it's getting ran better and better and it's getting more professional and uh, it's a great sport, and I, I, you know, I've been committed to it, and I love it. So, I wanted to give you guys a recap of what's kind of been going on with our barbell club. It's been awesome. It's growing. The online sector is growing, and there's just more and more interest in the sport, and we love it. So, if you guys ever have any questions, I'm always here to help. If you want, you know, to send over a video to for me to check out and uh, make sure it's a good fit for you and uh, make sure you're doing things right. I'm always open for that. I'm always open to answer questions. I appreciate you guys listening today. I'm trying to put out some more stuff. Um, probably just going to be uh, thoughts like this or short um, ideas. I've been reading a lot of uh, business entrepreneurship type books, so I want to do some more stuff on that related to the fitness industry. And I appreciate you guys that do take the time to listen to this, and uh, I hope you guys have a great day. And if you need anything, let me know. Reach out. Um, follow us on Instagram, Hans Athletics, Facebook, um, whatever. I mean, pretty much anything, Hanson Athletics will pop up something from us. And again, appreciate all support. Peace out, guys.